what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. We got those who are running for public office today that are offering all kind of freebies. But it's not about helping David. It's not about helping you. There's an agenda behind it to affect the game of our great country, America. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. with me please in your Bibles to 2 Samuel chapter 16. 2 Samuel chapter 16. Beginning with the first verse, 2 Samuel 16 verse 1. And when David was a little past the top of the hill, behold, Ziba, the servant of Mephibosheth, met him with a couple of asses saddled, and upon them two hundred loaves of bread and a hundred bunches of raisins and a hundred of summer fruits and a bottle of wine. And the king said unto Ziba, What meanest thou by these? And Ziba said, The asses be for the king's household to ride on, and the bread and summer fruit for the young men to eat, and the wine that such as be faint in the wilderness may drink. And the king said, And where is thy master's son? And Ziba said unto the king, Behold, he abideth at Jerusalem. For he said, Today shall the house of Israel restore unto me the kingdom of my father. Then said the king to Ziba, Behold, Thine are all that pertained unto Mephibosheth. And Ziba said, I humbly beseech thee that I may find grace in thy sight, my lord, the king. In all of this of which I've just read to you this morning, we have a servant of Saul who was tending to the needs of Mephibosheth. And here this man is now taking advantage of a situation at a time of crisis in Israel's history. This man comes up and lies to affect the gain of a piece of property. And although this is something that took place some 3,000 years ago, it is still an issue that you and I need to be aware of. And this morning I want to use for a subject, Beware of Ziba. Right after David killed Goliath, David went to the high position as a servant of the king. Now, the problem is, David did not come from a wealthy home. And to be promoted to such a position as a servant of the king, he did not have 
the proper clothes worthy of his newfound position. But Saul had a son by the name of Jonathan. And David and Jonathan, the two, became like brothers. And Jonathan and David made a covenant. And in that covenant, they shared whatever they had with each other. And when you study this particular covenant, it is the nearest thing like the new covenant found anywhere in the Old Testament. And I'll tell you how. David did not have the proper clothing to wear before the king. So Jonathan would provide that in this covenant. Due to what Jesus Christ did for us at Calvary, He has provided for every single person who would ever place their faith in His finished work at Calvary, you have a robe of righteousness to where you can one day stand before God. Glory to God. Secondly, the covenant was a blood covenant. It was sealed in blood as they would take a sacrifice, offer it up to God, split that animal in half, lay a piece over here, lay a piece there, and the two would walk between the two pieces of that animal, and they would recite their particular portion of the contract or the covenant. And in that covenant, they may say something of this nature, if I do not fulfill my particular part of this contract, may I be torn apart as this animal is. And so it was a blood covenant. The covenant that you and I have with God, it is a blood covenant, blood that was shed at Calvary's cross, and it is sealed there. As long as you keep your faith anchored in Christ and what He did at Calvary, you are sealed in that blood. The covenant involved two parties, that of Jonathan and David. The new covenant also involves two parties, but it's all wrapped up in one individual. That's Jesus Christ. The two it represents is God and man because Jesus was not only fully God, He was fully man. Now, as you read on, you're going to find that the covenant between Jonathan and David, both parties followed through on what they promised. And the covenant did not fail. Glory to God, I'm here to tell you something today, folks, and it's this. The new covenant in Jesus Christ, Jesus representing both God and man, the new covenant cannot fail. 
Glory to God. Now you may fail if you lose faith, but the new covenant cannot fail because it's all wrapped up in one person, Jesus Christ. Glory to God. And the last thing I want to share with you about this covenant, the covenant extended down to the children. The new covenant was not only for the people who lived during the time of Jesus, but that covenant extends down to you and I today and as to as many as the Lord our God shall call. And that covenant stood, but Saul and Jonathan, they died in battle fighting the Philistines on Mount Gilboa. And a short time later, David gained ascendancy to the throne of Israel. And in 2 Samuel 9 and verse 1, David said, Is there yet any left? of the house of Saul, that I may show kindness for Jonathan's sake. And Ziba was one of Saul's servants. And he said, Jonathan hath yet a son. His name is Mephibosheth. When we heard of the death of Jonathan and Saul, we hid him in a place called Lodibar, which is a desert place and David said go and fetch him bring him here now you need to understand something here it was customary in those days when one took the throne anyone else who could lay a claimancy on the throne they were put to death and so David sends out some men to go and get Mephibosheth and Mephibosheth riding in that chariot I can imagine the thoughts that are going through his mind well this is it it's going to be all over with but when he got to Jerusalem He was expecting to meet an executioner's guard. But instead, it was quite the opposite. Because David made Mephibosheth the beneficiary of the covenant that he made with Jonathan so many years before. And I want you to look at something, Dana, if you can. Pull it up on the screen, Second Samuel 9 and verse 7. David said unto him, Fear not. There are some of you listening to me right now. You won't come to God because of fear. Some of you are thinking in your mind, well, Brother James, if I come to God and I get saved and I join the church, I'm going to have to give up this and I'm going to have to give up that and do this, that, and the other. And, and I know I'm just not able to do it, and so uh, I, I, I'm just afraid to come to God. Let me tell you something. When you come to the Lord Jesus Christ, you don't give up anything for God what He won't give it back to you. Fear not. 
fear not. And it's not that you have to give up smoking and you have to give up drinking and you have to give up that lifestyle of sin. It's just that you don't want it anymore because the Holy Spirit of God comes into your heart and life and He changes you down on the inside. Glory to God. Fear not, David said. He said, For I will surely show kindness for Jonathan thy father's sake. God's got good things for you. If God could catch some of y'all, He'd bless you. Stop running from God and let Him catch you. He's got good things for you. He said, 2 Samuel 9 verse 7, I will restore thee all the land of Saul, thy father. Let me tell you something. God is in the restoration business. You may look at your life and say, Brother James, my life is rusted, busted, and disgusted. But if you'll just turn it over to Jesus Christ, if you'll just let Him get them Holy Ghost wrenches on you, He'll fix you up, He'll shine you up, and you'll be a child of God. God is in the restoration business. He also said in the latter part of that verse, He said, Thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. Jesus Christ is the living bread. His body was broken for you and I on Calvary's cross. And if you will place your faith in what He did there at Calvary, one day you will be eternally eating at His table in glory. Let me warn you. Beware of Ziba. In this of which I've just read to you today, Ziba is a type of Satan who comes in and lies, accuses, slanders, does everything that he can to try to take away the benefits of the believer. Now, First of all, I want you to notice that Ziba acts in a time of crisis. Israel is on the brink of a civil war. And instead of this man being on his face before God and seeking God, here he comes with this plan, this scheme, and lies to David to affect the gain of a piece of property. There's a crisis in our nation today. That crisis is... The spirit of Absalom trying to take the throne of America away from Jesus Christ. And as a result, the airwaves today are full of lies. Literally full of lies being told seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Lies. From the news media. 
as the spirit of Absalom tries to take over this nation. Ziba comes bearing gifts. If you look there, 2 Samuel 16, verse 1. He comes with two donkeys. He comes with all these freebies. Got them loaded down. 200 loaves of bread. 100 bunches of raisins. 100 summer fruits. And a bottle of wine. Now... David and all of those who were with him, they were in need. So yes, there was a need. But Ziba offers these gifts, these freebies, but they only meet a temporary need. Oh, let me go ahead and bring it on down to where it's at. We got those who are running for public office today that are offering all kind of freebies. Everything from free health care right on down to free college. And it sounds good. But it's not about helping David. It's not about helping you. There's an agenda behind it. And it's all lies to affect the gain of our great country, America. Don't fall for the lies of the enemy. When you get saved, you need to beware of Ziba. He will offer you fame, fortune, any and everything in the world to pull you away. From your faith, don't listen to the lies of the enemy. Beware of Ziba. And David asked there in verse 2, 2 Samuel 16, verse 2, What do you mean by all of this? All this is going on, and here this man comes up now offering me all of this. There's an ulterior motive going on here. I want you to look at what Ziba said, verse 2, 2 Samuel 16. The asses are for the king's household to ride on, the bread and the summer fruits for the young men to eat, the wine and, and all is for those who are faint in the wilderness to drink. Ziba's got an answer for everything. And there are those who are running for public office today. They seem to have an answer for everything. But it ain't all about helping David. It ain't all about helping those who are with David. Ziba's all about his agenda of helping himself. He lies. David asked a question, where is thy master's son? Ziba was... To be looking after the needs of Mephibosheth. And David said, where is he at? And Ziba said, oh, he's back in Jerusalem. Now, that much was probably true. But let me tell you something. The devil is good at telling the truth, but only when it's to slip in a little lie. 
Let me tell you this. The devil will give you nine points of truth to get across one point of lie. He'll do it. Now here's where the lie comes in. He said, 2 Samuel 16 verse 3, He said, today shall the house of Israel restore me to the kingdom of my father. He accuses Mephibosheth of a conspiracy to take the throne of Israel. That was a lie. Ziba is an accuser. Let me tell you, Satan is the accuser of the brethren. He is constantly before God telling lies on you and I and doing stuff constantly. Slanders. I mean, it's no difference than him taking Mephibosheth and throwing him under the bus. I mean, slandered his name big time before David. And David bought that lie. He believed it. And David gave everything to Ziba, if you'll look there in verse 4. I'm afraid that far too many of God's people have believed the lie. And as a result, many of the benefits which were won for us at Calvary are lost. Benefits, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the benefit of healing for the physical body. The benefit of the moving and operation of the Holy Spirit within your heart and life. Gifts of the Spirit. A lot of these benefits which were won for us at Calvary is being taken away today because we have believed a lie. And let me say this too. There are far too many in our country today who have believed a lie. And as a result, those out here who really need the benefits go lacking why these benefits go to people who don't deserve it. But let me tell you, there's a better day coming. Glory to God, there's a better day coming. The Absalom revolt came to an end. David gains ascendancy to the throne once again. And Mephibosheth now is brought before David. And David asked the question, 2 Samuel chapter 19, verse 25. He said, Wherefore wentest not thou with me, Mephibosheth? I wonder how many will have to stand before God one day and answer that question. Why did you not side with me? But the truth comes out. And Mephibosheth said, verse 26, My servant deceived me, and he slandered thy servant before the king. That's exactly what Satan is doing to you and I right now. And if he didn't do it, he wouldn't be a good devil. And he said, But my Lord the King is as an angel of God. Do therefore what is good in thine eyes. Mephibosheth had faith that David would do the right thing. And David 
restored everything back to the way it was before. Before Ziba came on the scene and tried to take everything. And let me tell you, one day, Jesus Christ is going to gain the ascendancy of the throne of this world. And He is going to restore everything back to the way He originally intended for it to be when it was in the Garden of Eden. It's coming. It's coming. But I want to show you this and I'll close. Second Samuel 19 verse 30. I want you to look at what Mephibosheth said to the king. He said, let him take it all. Ziba can have it all. For as much as my lord the king has come again in peace unto his own house. One day, I hope this is your heart's cry. That one day when you get to heaven... It won't be so much to see that loved one who has gone on before. It won't be so much to see those walls made of jasper and the gates that are made of pearl and those streets that are paved with gold and the mansions and all the beauty that is there. They can have it all. But if Jesus is there, glory to God, then that's what's going to be heaven for me. If the program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. We have Sunday school every Sunday morning at 945 and worship service at 11, as well as prayer meeting and Bible study every Wednesday night at 730. Go to establishinthefaith.com and click on the events tab for gospel singings and other special services. That's right, Jules. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMET community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you. (music) 